Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Ladies and gentlemen, Assalamu alaikum and welcome to a special episode of Spectrum with me, Zaki Khalid. Uh, today, I'll be discussing the impact of Indian Armed Forces theaterization on air warfare between India and Pakistan. It's a pleasure to be joined by Air Marshal retired Muhammad Ashfaq Arai of the Pakistan Air Force. Air Marshal retired Ashfaq is Director of Strategic Defense and Security at the Islamabad-based Center for Aerospace and Security Studies, CASS. He is a graduate of Combat Commander School, the PAF Air War College, and National Defense University, Islamabad. Air Marshal Ashfaq's distinguished appointments include Command of an Operational Base, Air Advisor at Pakistan's High Commission in New Delhi, Chief Project Director of Horizon and Director General of the Air Force Strategic Command, to name a few. His specialist areas of research include India-Pakistan relations, strategic defense and security, nuclear deterrence, air power employment, and unconventional warfare. Sir, uh, thank you very much for joining the program. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Uh, so my first question for you is, uh, according to credible media reports, uh, the restructuring of Indian Armed Forces aims to set up geographical theater commands. To engage Pakistan, they have actually proposed the idea of a Western theater command covering a region of uh, north from Siachen till Gujarat in the south. Basically, it is the entire eastern border of Pakistan. What are your preliminary thoughts on this development, sir? Okay, I, I think uh, to start with, I'll just comment first on the concept of geographical commands. These commands are, wherever they are formed, are responsible for all operations in a defined area, and they are provided the assets also accordingly. Such an arrangement is more uh, appropriate for a country like the US, Sir. which undertakes operations at global level and always away from its homeland. If we look at US, they don't have uh, the area commands or the ge geographical commands to defend the mainland. The, and the, additionally, the US also has abundance of assets and all the commands are not engaged in combat operations uh, per se at all the times. So if one command is engaged in any operations or two commands, then from the mainland or from other commands, they can give them the assets. Now, uh, coming to the Indian perspective, India for a long time has been endeavoring to showcase itself as a uh, regional hegemon and now it has global aspirations. It always tries to copy the US. Whether it can actually do that or not is a different thing. After the 2001-2002 uh, standoff, Sir. When they could not achieve much, they went for this cold start doctrine just to create some space for war and just to showcase that they are able to do something. When Pakistan uh, uh, went for the full spectrum deterrence, so their cold start doctrine somehow the other failed. Additionally, if we look at it, the IBGs, the integrated battle groups, there was a requirement of dedicated Air Force assets, which the Indian Air Force actually declined to provide the Indian Army. So 
from that perspective also the kolsar doctrine to a large extent failed now uh, after uh, this uh, february 27 episode of the last year the indians have again been endeavoring to do something where they they can uh, build up their image and now they they have come up with this idea of uh, creating the uh, geographical commands sir so, uh, i think uh, it is primarily an idea uh, started by uh, general bipin rawat who is the cds now and navy has some interest but probably the indian air force doesn't have much interest in this and just to create a, a goodwill and bring them on board that is why they have initiated the study on the creation of air defense command as the first one so that they can get the uh, indian air force on board but in my view creation and operation operationalization will take a long time yes. the american commands have been in existence for now more than 75 years so in 75 years they have refined themselves they improved their procedures their training everything uh, has uh, been tailored accordingly so and still they are continuously making changes in their commands and their and the rifts between the services still continue after 75 years so for india to operationalize them as they claim by 2022 is a, a difficult call I, i don't think that they'll be able to do it then they will have the structural and uh, organizational impediments uh, distribution of assets will remain a problem uh, who will report to whom that needs to be refined and who will have the operational control of the forces in that theater in case they give that uh, uh, control to uh, the uh, the commander of that theater that means the service chiefs will have no responsibility other than the training and administration of their service they'll have no operational control with that if they fail the theater commanders will always say that the training was not good or the administration or the uh, induction of the equipment was not good so they'll blame the service and the services will always say that probably it was not the execution so the, the, this will probably create another rift within the indian armed forces sir and so sir if we um, speaking of air defense command because you brought this up uh there has been growing chatter about uh, in indian strategic policy circles that uh, this integrated air defense command which they are proposing it aims to synthesize radar sensors and other air defense assets from the tri services for a comprehensive air picture okay. uh, now sir you have also mentioned and uh, it is a fact that uh, there are several functional disparities and platform operability issues for interconnectedness among the indian armed forces between the army navy air force do you believe that uh, in view of these facts pakistan's counter strike capabilities through air uh, face some sort of a challenge could face some sort of a challenge in the near future okay uh, let me uh, clarify one thing that the air defense command or the air defense function of a country is not only dependent on radars 
sensors and surface-to-air missiles. It requires Sorry. the fighter aircraft as well. So now, if they create the Air Defense Command, as you mentioned, the first problem would be of integrating the equipment from different regions. Their locally uh, produced equipment, the Russian equipment, the uh, Israeli equipment, and uh, uh, French the equipment. equipment uh, the French equipment. And maybe uh, if the time passes and they get the uh, American equipment, so integrating all these would be a serious challenge for them. That will be one. Then second is that uh, the equipment would be operated or in the field by the people uh, who are already operating them, that, that they could be from the Navy or the Army or the Air Force. So bringing them at equal level and because air defense is a time sensitive function, you have to act in immediately and with clarity. So uh, I think the, the, the how the system would work, how the information would be processed through different tiers and how the orders would go and how they would be executed would be, would be a challenge for them. And if the Indian Air Force gives them the Indian uh, Air Defense Command a certain number of aircraft, so will the Air Force lose control of those aircraft and it will be the Air Defense Commander who will apply them? So, and when they have to carry out an offensive mission, the uh, air defense aircraft are again required to support them in the offensive missions. Not only the fighter aircraft, but the surveillance aircraft, the AVACs, etc. They're also required. So, again, there'll be a requirement of coordination between the Air Force or the, uh, the Western Command, which they create against Pakistan, between Western Command and the Air Defense Command. So, it will boil down to the same old story of the army coordinating with the uh, air force for uh, air defense or for any offensive missions then the organizational hierarchy will be another issue uh, uh, how that will be cleared up in case of uh, war both western command and air defense, defense command will have to coordinate as i mentioned earlier and that Indeed. will bring them back to the, uh, the older and uh, if you look at the reports, even an Indian Air Marshal uh, has voiced his concerns on the efficacy of the creation of Air Defense Command and how it will function. Indeed, so, sir. And uh, th that is basically, uh, I believe you are referring to Air Marshal uh, retired SS Soman and he wrote that the existing Air Defense Organization would be disrupted and he has expressed many uh, concerns that this is a move in the wrong direction. So exactly. do you believe that those concerns are legitimate? I think those concerns that an officer uh, are legitimate, but whether they would be considered by the uh, CDS who just wants to move in this direction at any cost, uh, but that remains a question that who can push more uh, for the space. And if we look at the overall structure, I think it is the Indian Army trying to gain more control over, within the Indian Armed Forces. It's basically uh, um, intentionally or not, uh, what uh, might be implied is that there is uh, an attempt to uh, for the land forces to dominate and try to subjugate the other services, basically. Exactly. And then um, if we look at the environment these days, 
the future warfare would be more dependent on the air power so while army would be calling shots in peace time and holding all those positions and making decisions uh, for uh, the blame for failure would always come on the iaf indeed and uh, keeping in view these uh, issues in operational synergy and real time coordination during uh, uh, crisis uh lastly sir uh, in your personal assessment and this i believe is going to be uh, the most important takeaway from uh, uh, your profound thoughts which you have shared with us uh, would theaterization in india prompt significant reviews in the air warfare doctrine of pakistan air force itself do you think it would necessitate a review okay uh, the warfare is a dynamic situation and it continues to evolve Uh, like uh, we had discussed earlier that when they went for the cold start doctrine pakistan had to resort to full spectrum deterrence similarly when they create these commands there would be a review within the pakistan armed forces that how to counter uh, this but as i see the way they are uh, organizing probably Uh, this would be beneficial for pakistan if the indians create these theater commands because especially from the air power employment which will be an important factor in any future war air power is best applied uh in totality if you distribute it in penny packets it loses its effects on pakistani side the entire air power and air defense both are the responsibility of the pakistan air force so in that case the the air headquarters or the air chief and his team they they have the prerogative uh, and the ability to make a decision to move any asset from one place to another from one area to another or to change their role from offensive to defensive or vice versa as they deem appropriate and they don't have to coordinate with any other service on the Indeed. other side the uh, on the indian side probably there'll be a requirement of coordination between the western command and the air defense command uh, if we are talking of pakistan or the northern command and the air defense command if we are talking of the uh, conflict with china so uh, i think uh, for us the way our air, air defense is structured the way our air power is uh, planned to be employed this will not require much uh, much change to counter these uh, initial moves with the passage of time yes as they uh, acquire more technology pakistan would also require uh, uh, those uh, technologies in the air force domain to improve its uh, combat efficiency and this brings brings us to the point that the indians have always been endeavoring to uh, uh, create an imbalance in the strategic stability and pakistan probably has always acted responsibly and in ways that it has brought back the stability even on 26 february they tried to create that imbalance and the next day pakistan air force was able to balance it and indeed in the uh, conventional balance was Uh, uh, brought in equilibrium indeed absolutely and uh, with that uh, we conclude this uh, session with you sir and uh, once again sir thank you very much for your time these were some uh, 
very insightful thoughts, uh, which uh, I'm sure myself and the audience will be taking away. Uh, and uh, uh, I personally look forward to uh, hosting you again in the future, sir. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Thank you very much.